This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to Swinging Through Comics. Visit mjmunoz.com slash STC for notes and links. And don't forget to subscribe, like, share, and comment to help me grow. So, this is a... An episode of Swinging Through Comics, but I'm not talking directly about comics I've read. I'm talking about a comic adaptation. I'm back on the uh, WandaVision train. Um, and I'm going to stay on the train till it gets to its final destination. If you don't know what that means in the future, that's okay. But if you're here at this time, you'll know why that train might not be going to a good destination. Why I might not want to be there. And I'm not talking about the show specifically. So I'll make my comments brief and then I'll get out of here. This is late anyway, and I'm more just recording this for my own, um, I don't know, pedantry, satisfaction, satisfaction. There we go. I'm doing it because I want to, not because I have to or have anything to benefit from it because I'm really losing things if you think about it. Anyway, so episode six of WandaVision was called All New Halloween Spooktacular, and uh, I've dubbed it Small Town Horror. Last episode, I had the bright idea to give an alternate name to the episode because there's, you know, always an undertone of something or undercurrent, and sometimes it comes right to the surface in WandaVision of something else going on um, that, you know, has to do with the broader story, the bigger story of what's actually going on between Wanda and Vision and in uh, Westview. By the way, I don't know if anybody, I haven't heard anybody point it out specifically, except for maybe heavy spoilers, but Westview, Wanda, Vision, WV, uh, that's kind of cute how they did that, how she would have picked that town, and um, I wonder if like on a subconscious level she picked that town or, or, or what. Anyway, so this was the Halloween episode, we got to see uh, the kids, is it Billy and Tommy, is that what their names are? Doesn't matter, they're just the boys, the twins, the kids, whatever, and they're going to become Wiccan and Speed like everyone's been talking about, and they manifest some powers in this episode. And, um, I actually, so I want to talk about two things. Um, one is really an observation from last week about the show broadly, um, that, uh, that I wanted to make. And, uh, one is from, from this episode. So, uh, Vision going off and like lying to Wanda about what he's doing and then seeing the edge of the town, you know, past Ellis Street or, or at Ellis Street, how things are different there. Um, was really creepy. I love the fact that he asked uh, Agnes, what's an Avenger? Um, like, he knows he's Vision, he knows who Wanda is, um, but he doesn't really have any memories from before then, like he had, you know, said in the other episode when he kind of exploded on Wanda and was yelling at her and stuff. Um, he doesn't really know what's going on, and, and his memories are so faulty. Um, but it was an interesting touch that it's it's funny that he knows his vision he knows his powers and all those things he just doesn't know about their uh dealings with other you know with the rest of it so um that's interesting but seeing her um <laughs> again they did a really good job of you know agnes being scared and upset and everything and then going back to just being you know the funny neighbor and then going back uh, you know turning her car around and going back into town or whatever that was really cool and i loved seeing the people on the edge of town barely moving and just being barely kept alive and uh, I guess I'm, I'm sure they're eating and stuff like that, but it's just, it was funny. Uh, it wasn't funny. It was cool to see specifically that one couple where the lady's like hanging up lights or whatever. And the guy, her husband behind her is like putting a pumpkin, a jack-o'-lantern down. And he repeats the same motion over and over again. And she's stuck kind of in a, the same motion over and over again. And th that would be, I like that because it's the idea of what would it look like if you deconstructed like the motion loop um, of a character like in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, if you've ever been on that ride, 
there's this fight that's happening as you're passing through and it's it's in silhouette it's in shadows and you see and it's maybe let's say it's like a 20 mark or 20 step uh uh dance or or uh, you know choreographed sword fight between these two guys and it just loops continuously but it's structured in such a way that anytime you're seeing it if you only if you sit there long enough like if the ride is stopped you see the beginning the middle the end and then you realize that it's looping over again and obviously it's not the same two guys it like has the same uh, sounds and things like that though associated with it as well so it looks like it's these two guys fighting if you're just going by in a zip um or if the ride's moving like it should it's a cool thing to see but when you sit when you sit there when you're stuck with it you get to see oh this is fake it's obviously fake i knew it was fake but now i see how they affected the you know the the thing that they were going for same thing for like a shot in something you would have someone just do one simple motion one time or, you know, back and forth or something like that. And um, it's interesting in how they're using that kind of stuff in this show to express how creepy things are and how twisted the, uh, the mind is that's causing everyone in this town to be cast in this, uh, you know, suburban sitcom show. And, um, I think that's really cool. And having vision, see that and be exposed to it and seeing all the people frozen on the outer edge of town or, or barely moving. Um, and just like in these still, like just doing the bare minimum. So if, if a camera passes by, you just see them for a split second. That's all you need from them. Um, that was really effective and it really speaks, um, to the, the depths of, of what's going on here. Um, something I was talking about in my real life that I should have included in, a review in my analysis last time that I'll include here is like Wanda telling the boys not to age up after the puppy died um, is interesting because she's, you know, not taking her own advice. She's being hypocritical. She is telling them to not move on and like run away from the pain and the hardship of dealing with what she's dealing with. And it's interesting because she's doing that. She's running away from things. She's deceiving herself. She's let herself get lost in this fantasy and um she's kind of aging up as she goes from the you know 50s to 60s to 80s to uh, this was like a you know early 2000s sitcom you could say like muffin in the middle or whatever um and although it felt a little more modern than that because of all the talking to the camera but i guess they did that in that show so anyway um anyway it's interesting because acting in a mothering role acting in a parenting role she is having to give advice to people younger than her who are dependent upon her and she's giving them good solid advice the fact that she's being hypocritical I don't care about what I'm what I'm wanting to focus on is as a father I know that there are things that I tell my children that I don't think about myself it's you know like the thing from the gospels um you know take out the plank or <laughs> take out the plank in your own eye before you worry about the speck in your neighbor's eye it's so easy to see for ourselves that we're fine Everything's great, but with others, we can easily spot their flaws and even come up with great solutions of how to actually take them. And if they listen to us, hypocrites that we are, they would solve their problems. But it'd be even better if we stopped and applied that information to ourselves, really looked at ourselves and uh, took stock of who we are and what we're doing and um, address those issues. And uh, I find it so interesting that she's this woman who had this love and who never got to uh, really live it out and never got to go through all these normal stages. She didn't have a regular childhood. She was, you know, captured by Hydra and then, you know, manipulated by them. And then, um, she did, didn't, you know, her man she loved died. She was never able to be with him, never able to make children. And then in doing 
in, in, in pursuing that fantasy, however she got into this, in pursuing the fantasy of that, she ends up kind of coming full circle and coming face to face with her own flaws and the very things that she was trying to run away from in her children that she's manifested. And uh, I think it's really great. I think it's really beautiful. Uh, I think children are one of, you know, they, they say that there's a saying that if you want to learn something, you need to teach it. Well, if you want to learn life, you have to teach life. The only way you get to really teach life in my opinion, from my experience, is by being a parent because you are teaching life to your children and it going through the parenting process rears up all these things. As you're rearing up your children, they're rearing up you in some ways and there's this reciprocity that happens and it's really interesting and I find it very beautiful that they're addressing that in this show uh, as well as her grief and the trauma of everything that's happened to her and um, I'm really interested to see the resolution of it but it's just... Uh, I love the fact that something like this, a comic book, a comic book show can be used to address these sorts of themes. And it's part of why I love science fiction so much and fantasy to a lesser extent. I'm just less familiar with fantasy. Um, I'm not going to pretend I'm as into it as I am sci-fi. Uh, but, uh, I mean like Star Wars, I, space opera, it's, you know, fantasy basically. And that's something I'm really into. And I love all the lessons that are baked into that and that you can see in that as you go on these journeys with these characters and, I'm really appreciating the fact that in this show we've been able to slow down with Wanda and Vision to a lesser extent and see them develop and change and, and go through these things and and just go through the paces of life and start learning some things. Uh, and I think it's really great and uh, I'm, I'm just <laughs> excited to see uh, the rest of the series because I think it has some interesting, good things to say. Um... That's all I have to say. So I'm going to go ahead and get out of here and uh, ask that you take care of yourselves, that you would take care of each other, be well, and uh, I ask that you would find the strength to be the hero that you needed in your most desperate hour. And uh, with that, I'm going to get out of here.